Welcome to It's Your Business Leader podcast. It's your business. Lead it. You need to deliver performance to your organization now. To do this, you need to ensure process efficiency, product quality, and employee engagement. What happens when you don't have this? Underperformance. If you're tired of getting excuses and not results, if you're tired of mediocre employees talking to me in game, but not backing it up with action, you're in the right place. My name is Ron Hurst, a leader with over 30 years of real-world operational experience backed by the best of engineering and developmental psychology, and my goal is simple. I want to help you achieve the performance your business is capable of. Welcome to It's Your Business Leader podcast. In this cast, Starbucks leadership questioned in the news. I was recently reading an article by Danielle Wiener Brunner, in an article that she published on CNN. Apparently, a former senior director of the Starbucks organization on the East Coast was fired for what was called an absence of leadership over a 2018 incident in a Philadelphia store in which two African-American men were let out of the Starbucks in handcuffs. The plaintiff, the, the senior director, claimed that because she refused to place an employee on administrative leave over the incident, she was fired basically claiming that because she was white, she was being fired. And Starbucks counterclaimed that this particular senior director's complete lack of leadership during the event or appreciation of the criticality of the event is what led to her dismissal. Now, it's interesting that the jury found in favor of the senior director and awarded $25.6 million, $25 million in punitive damages and $600,000 for past and future wages. It's interesting. I want to make a point here. I completely agree that those two men should not have been let out of that store in handcuffs. That was completely inappropriate and unnecessary. Period. Okay? And... I also have to agree completely with Starbucks that this was a critical incident involving race. No question about it. But my intent in this podcast is not necessarily to dig into the issue of how people operate from on a racial basis. I want to look at it slightly differently and look at the impact that this has to us as operations managers. So what can we learn from this incident? There are several core themes that stand out for me. The first is that respect for persons should be absolute. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what religion you are. I don't care about your marital status. I don't care about your gender. I don't care about any of those external factors that show us that we are not the same person. To me, that first level of diversity should be almost invisible in the sense that it shouldn't ever be a factor in how we choose to behave or judge people. In fact, we shouldn't be judging people in the first place. That's That surface level diversity should not cloud our judgment, but unfortunately it does. I think that what's really important here in thinking about respect for persons is that we need to learn how to engage in respectful communication in every instance, not operate from a place of judgment, like, oh, these two people didn't buy anything. They're doing something inappropriate. What? I mean, it's, I mean, Starbucks, your whole principle is to be a third place where people can come and hang out and have a 
positive experience. It just, the whole incident speaks to a counter with the culture is that you're trying to create. It's really weird. I think probably the most important piece in respect for all persons is that we need to start stepping away from this idea of judging other human beings, particularly for those surface level differences that we can observe when we talk to them. Instead, ask questions. You know, this is such an important point that I want to share with you one of the things that I do. I notice, well, okay, so I too have unconscious biases. I mean, the funny thing is, I don't know what they are because they're unconscious. <laughs> but the point is, is that sometimes my conscious mind gives me a little warning sign that this person standing in front of you seems a little intimidating, or this person seems a little sketchy, or this person seems a little dangerous, whatever it is. And if I'm in the right kind of environment, like in a work environment, in a really good social environment, I don't give in to those those little thoughts in my head, those biases, I actually do the opposite. I purposely go and engage with that person. I'll walk up, introduce myself, ask him a couple questions or her a couple questions, they a couple questions, just to try to get to know them, to break down that the little bias that's in my brain. Don't judge, ask. Challenge yourself to engage people. I think this is such an important thing. Because once you start to find those unconscious biases, they become conscious and now you have a decision to make. Do you want to continue to operate from them or do you want to overcome them? And I really hope that if you've been with me on this cast for any length of time, that your goal is to overcome them because, you know, those super, the surface level differences, really, they're important and yet they're not important. They're important in the sense that they give the other person a sense of identity. They're not important in the sense that they shouldn't be used to judge or critique. It's just stupid to do that. So how do we overcome it? It's embedded in the example I just gave you. Engage with them. It's inevitable that as you talk to another human being, you can find something, something, one thing that you have in common with that person. And the minute you find some commonality, it, they are no longer the other. They are no longer the enemy. They are no longer a threat or a, a concern. They become a human being. So much of human history is this othering process where we turn someone else that's different than us into an other so we can dehumanize them. And that is the last thing we need to do. If you truly are a leader, we need to walk in the other direction. Ask the question, find the commonality, become connected, find a way to engage. This is such an important lesson in this story that seems to be missing. There's another idea that came out of this story that really stood out to me. I, I really love going to Starbucks and drinking their coffee. I'm not a fan of their process anymore because that's an article I'm going to post at some point on LinkedIn, but I love their coffee. I love going to Starbucks to a point. But one thing that stands out in this article that really concerns me, it's something that I see in our society on a regular basis. And that is a pendulum mentality where we go from all the way to the right to all the way to the left or all the way to the left to all the way to the right. I remember back in at 9-11, I was working for a company and I was on the road like two, three weeks a week, weeks a month. And as a result, you build up air miles and you can, you can every now and again get to the front of the bus, if you know what I mean. I was sitting in first class this one day, but it was like in October of 2001, like less than a month after 9-11. And 
The funniest thing is that when you sit in first class, they actually still feed you. Go figure. They still do. It's kind of crazy. But even in not, at that time, they still fed you. But instead of giving you metal cutlery and a glass glass, they're giving out plastic cutlery and a plastic glass. And I'm thinking to myself, is that going to stop a terrorist from trying to take over a plane? The fact that you're giving out plastic? Or is this just something that you can control that you can actually do? That's what it felt like. It felt like the pendulum had swung. We go from, you know, really aren't any restrictions to let's restrict everything and see what see what works. I think that this idea is really not in our best interest. You see, we don't live in a black and white world. And often as leaders and organizations, we need to embrace the fact that there are shades of gray in between black and white. And it's it's often that we have to think about multiple situations because it's not a binary world. It's a pluralist world. And if that doesn't make sense to you, I want you to reach out to me and let's have a conversation because this is a really critical point. And if you want to be a great leader, you got to stop judging your employees based on simplistic measures of difference. It's just so incredibly stupid. So the idea of a pendulum swinging from one extreme to the other. You know, one of the things that's embedded in this story is that Starbucks talked about doing sensitivity training and diversity training for every employee in their company. And I can't help but wonder, if you were somebody that came from a particular group that has been subject to racism over a long period of time and you were forced to sit through that training, I wonder what you would feel like. Or if you were a part of the... the power structure, if you will, like the somebody who is Caucasian and you were forced to sit through it, but you have overcome this challenge and you have just this, this community of people that, where you don't see color or difference anymore in the way that you want to judge it, but the way that you celebrate it. What would you think going through that training? This is an idea from Australia that I learned many years ago called sheep dipping. And the idea is that if you want to get all your sheeps de-loused, what you do is you have this, this narrow channel fenced in and at the bottom, like it, it is a decline into a disinfectant bath and you force all of the sheep to go through this disinfectant bath and they come out the other side and they're disinfected. Well, the challenge with that is when you treat every employee the same, <laughs> when you treat every employee the same, you're literally doing another version of what we're trying to get over. You can't do that. It just doesn't make sense. We need to be respectful to all persons and recognize that not everyone sees the world through a binary lens that involves racism. So as an operational leader, you need to get that, that there's a, there is a better way. And my recommendation is very simple that I highly recommend the use of one-on-ones. And what I mean by that is within the organization, we have organizational communication coming down from the top on what our policies are and how we treat people. And it should be inclusive and respectful. Absolutely. And if it isn't, I recommend you don't work there. But once it is, do one-on-ones with your direct reports and educate your direct report through mentoring and conversation about what we believe and how we believe it and what it looks like on a daily basis. If that were happening at every level in the organization, I don't think that this incident would have occurred in the first place because I think somebody made a mistake and thought of two potential customers 
as something other than a customer. And they took action based on that. I don't know the whole story and I never will. That's not the point. The point is that we need to be mentoring people into a different frame of reference. One that is about respect, respect for all persons and over learning to overcome our biases and then having a balanced approach to making sure that we're treating people in the right way. And I think if you do these three things and you do it through authentic relationship building through a one-on-one process, you can change the company and change the world. And that ultimately is what it's all about, isn't it? Doing better. It's just like drives me nuts sometimes, this whole topic. All right. So that's it for this cast. In our Who Does What by When, I have a simple challenge for you and I need you to be careful about this. The next time you're in a shopping mall, I want you to find a store that you don't normally go in and walk in it. The next time you're at a conference and there's a number of different speakers and there's a speaker that you wouldn't normally listen to, go listen to it. If you're in your community center and there are a number of different clubs or or hobby groups that are meeting, pick one that you wouldn't normally attend and go sit in and say hello. See what happens in your brain when you walk into a space that you're not comfortable in. Watch all the unconscious biases just bubble to the top of your brain and start nipping at you like, oh, we don't belong here. This isn't good. These people are strange. All of that stuff is what I'm talking about. It's in every human being, not just this senior director from Starbucks. It's in all of us. And the goal is to be respectful to all persons, uncover and overcome our biases and develop authentic relationships by a balanced approach in everything we do. All right, we'll see you on the next cast. Now you have your action items. I'm excited to hear from you on how what you learned today works for you. Be sure to connect with me at www.developingleadersinc.com and brief us on how the action items work for you. If you need immediate support, schedule a strategy call with me and let's build a plan together on how to get you the results you need. Thanks for listening, everyone. Until next episode, get out there and lead your business.